take you down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner, brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. First, here's something about this famous malted milk that every mother in America should know. For 50 years, Horlicks has been used around the world as a food for infants. For 50 years, in many countries of the world, Horlicks has been aiding in the development of sturdy, healthy bodies, sound bones and teeth, an excellent source of calcium, phosphorus, and vitamins. Horlicks is, in addition, extremely easy to digest. That's because it's made by the special Horlicks process from only full cream milk, modified with the soluble extract of the choicest malted grains. As a result of this, Horlicks can be more easily, more safely handled by the tiny stomach. Because it's so nourishing, so energy-giving, Horlicks is also a fine food drink for the nursing mother. That's why I say that every mother should know the value of this famous malted milk. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. After expressing his disapproval of the social life in Pine Ridge and refusing to take any part in society, Abner finally broke over and went to the other extreme. He sold his store for $2,000, bought a lot of new clothes and a big second-hand automobile, hired a chauffeur, and for the past few days has been setting the others a pace that's hard to follow. As we look in on the little village today, we find Lum over at Dick Huddleston's store which has become his hangout since Abner sold the jot-and-down store. Listen. Yeah, it was foolish for him to buy it, but I'll say one thing. That car makes them all set up and take notice. Yeah. Drive up there in front of the bank this morning in the county seat and slammed on them brakes, and naturally everybody in the bank looked out to see what it was. <laughs> when we went inside, they couldn't do enough for us. I reckon they thought we were a couple of millionaires. <laughs> uh, did you deposit that commission check that you got from Sparse Kemp loan? Yeah. yeah. I believe that was pretty good advice you gave me on that, Dig. Just in case something was to happen to the mine, I'll have $200 to fall back on him. Well, yeah, sure, that was a thing to do. That's what Abner better be doing, too, putting some of his money in a way that way instead of blowing it the way he is. Yeah, I tried to talk him into it this morning, but he won't listen to nobody. Knows it all. Yeah, the very idea of him gambling on these races. You ought to know that he can't beat him. I don't know. Don't tell him what's going to happen to him, Dick. I'm worried to death. Yeah. Of course, according to his tell of it, he win $42 yesterday. Yeah, and that was the worst thing that could have happened, too. If he'd have lost it, why, it might have cured him. Now, he'll keep going in there till they break him. Yeah, the quicker he gets broke, the better off we'll all be. He's going to hurt somebody with that car. Sure he is. He ought to fire that chauffeur and get somebody that's not such a speed demon. That fellow just runs that car wide open all the time. Well, that ain't his fault, though, Dick. Abner sits back there in the back seat, pushed him in the back with that long cigarette holder, telling him to step on him. Well, if he don't quit driving by this store so fast, I'm going to put in a complaint. Goes by here not less than 15 or 20 times a day, just as fast as that car runs. Yeah. Dust fogs in here so bad, I have to keep the front door closed. Yeah, it's a wonder he don't get arrested. Well, that's... Just this, there's nobody here to arrest him. He's the constable. <laughs> yeah, it's a fine example to be setting loose. I wouldn't ride from here to the county seat and back with him again for all the money there are in Pine Ridge. I've been an order track. Yeah, sure. That's him looking for me. Tell him I ain't here. I look the store. Who? Yes, ma'am, he's here. Uh, just a minute. Here, Lon, somebody wants to speak to you. Thank you, Abner's wife. Oh, my goodness. I hope Abner ain't giving another party. <clears throat> Thank you. Hello? Yes, Mom, this is him. Oh, first grade, I reckon. How are you, Elizabeth? What, what's the matter? 
No, we're all worried about him. To Dick and I just to talking about it. Mom? Well, I can't hardly right now, Elizabeth. I'm waiting for Uncle Henry Lunsford. He's wanting to buy some stock in the silver mine. And I've got to wait here for him. Uh, what was you want? Well, can't you tell me over the telephone? Uh, nobody, just Dick Huddleston. Or, I mean, uh, Dick's the only one here. Well, Lunt, you want to talk privately. I can set up there on the porch for a few minutes. No, that's all right. Something important you want to talk to me about. Sound like she's about half time. Well. Uh, go ahead, Elizabeth. Ain't nobody going to hear nothing that you'd mind hearing. Uh-huh. You, you think he's been doing what? Oh, undoubtedly you must be mistaken, Elizabeth. No, you know he ain't mixed up with no other women. What's that? Just a minute, Dick. Uh, come over out again, Elizabeth. Well, whatever made you get such a hide as that in your head? Well, that just don't sound like Abner. Whose name was he calling? Ah, uh-huh. oh, goodness sake. Well, I don't know, but I know nobody with the name of Dixie Bell. Well, I don't know much I could do, hardly. Yes, I'll talk to him. I'll do that. I believe he'd tell me if he'd tell anybody. Well, now, don't you worry about it. Chances are it ain't a thing to it. Body calling out names in his sleep that way, he might have just been making them up out of his unconscious mind. Why, sure. Well, yes, just as quick as Uncle Henry shows up, I'll find Abner and have a talk with him. All right, Lady Bed. Uh, oh, not at all. Goodbye. What's the matter, Lom? Well, it's happened now, sure enough, Dick. On top of having to lose his head over a society, Elizabeth thinks he's getting interested in some other woman now. Oh, surely not. Why, Abner wouldn't even look at another woman. Well, she said he kept calling some woman's name out in his sleep last night. Two of them. Dixie Bell and Mary Jane, I believe she said. Well, for goodness sake. Of course, like I told her, it might have been his unconscious mind of working in his sleep. Might not be a thing to it. Why, no, no. Of course, now, Abner's changed her right smart here, lady. Driving around here in a car like a wild man, betting on the horse races, going to nightclubs. Yeah, of course he has changed, but I don't think, Lon, he'd ever do anything like that. Well, wait, wait a minute. There he is now, Dick. Uh, I can tell with them brakes are squealing. Yeah. But one man crazy enough to drive up to a place to where he'd have to stop like that. Well, now, when he comes in here, Lon, we'll just have a long talk with him. Yeah, I, I believe he'll tell me the truth about it. Well, we'll just give him a good lecture about the way he's been carrying on. Maybe we can straighten him up here. Yeah, good talking to him won't hurt him no way. Yeah, just shut the engine off and off. I'll be back directly. Well, howdy, gents. Hi, Chris. Come in here, Abner. Me and Dick wants to talk to you. Okay, Tut. What's on your mind? Tut. Now, sit down here, Abner. We want to ask you about something. Now, just a minute. I want to give Grandpappy Spears a buzz here. Uh, do what? Oh, got to call Grandpappa. Well, sit down here a minute, please. Well, it won't take me but a minute now. Just hold your horses. Well, you can't get him settled down long enough to talk to him. Biggest scatterbrain I ever seen. Hello? Grandpappa? Well, how you doing, old palsy wowsy Yeah, you got me, pal. Now, how'd you like to breeze into the county seat with me this afternoon? Oh, I just thought we might run out and see Dixie Bell and Mary Jane. 
Yeah, it's all fair. Yes, listen to that. Granny's little Beth was right. Well, what do you know about that? Well, put on your glad rags and I'll be by there for you in about ten minutes. Leading <laughs> grandpapa stray, too. Well, sir, I'd never believe it. Oh, well, it ain't going to take us long to get in there. No. <laughs> take down another fence or two. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, I told Adolph a while ago, if he don't start driving faster, I'm going to farm and get somebody else to show my car for me. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Well, okie doko. Oh, God, don't go. Listen to him, eh? Yeah, make it snappy, kid. Goodbye. You better be telling me I'll slow that car down before you're robbing around a tree somewhere. Oh, yeah? Says you. Drive that thing wide open. So what? Well, a big car like that, it'll run 80 mile an hour. <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> that bus will do better than 90. Well, sit down here, Abner. We want to talk to you. Now, I'll wait till I step the door here a minute. Oh, for goodness sake. Hey, hey, dog. You better drive around to the filling station and get the car filled up with gas and oil. We're heading for the county seat in about ten minutes. Well, come on over here, Abner. Hurry up and light, Summers. Well, okay, boys. Now, what's on your mind? Make it snappy, for I've got to be on my way directly. <laughs> Don't get... <laughs> Me and Grandpap's going to have more fun you can shake a stick at. Yeah, and that's just what we want to talk to you about, too. You just went hog wild here in the last few days. Oh, baloney. Is that all you want to tell me? No, it's about, uh... Well, may not be none of our business, but, uh... Well, it's about some sort of personal happening. See... You tell him, Dick. No, no, go ahead, Lon. You know more about it than I do. Well, Abner, we just feel like on account of us being close friends of yours, it's sort of our duty to have a little serious talk with you. Well, get going. What is it? Well, I don't know hardly how to say it. It's about these women you and Grandpap are carrying on with. Women? Yeah, ain't no use to try to deny it now. We know all about it. Well, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm talking about these women you've been going to see in there at the county seat. You ain't a fool of nobody. Even Elizabeth knows about it. She heard you calling their names in your sleep last night. Well, I don't even know no women in there at the county seat. Denying it, huh? Why, we just now heard you talking to Grandpap about them, Abner. Yeah, that Dixie Belle and Mary Jane. Oh, for goodness sakes. Dixie Belle and Mary Jane is a couple of racehorses. A fella give us a hot tip on them yesterday. Said they were the best two horses out there at the track, and they're running today. Dixie Bell's in the second race, and Mary Jane's in the third. I don't get to say when that daily double today, I'll be on top of the world. <laughs> and Abner, Abner's lady friend turned out to be a couple of racehorses. And now, the truth about substitutes. Listen to this. The scene is a drugstore. I want a package of Horlicks, please. Yes, madam. Natural or chocolate? Natural, please. Have you ever tried our brand, madam? It's just as good and quite a bit cheaper. Really? Still, I think I prefer the Horlicks. I've always found it so much better. Just as you say, but I assure you, you're just paying for the name. Our brand is every bit as good. Just for fun, after buying the Horlicks, that lady checked up on the brand of malted milk that the clerk had said was just as good. She was so surprised at what she found that she wrote us a letter. Here's what she said. I found that the product the clerk tried to sell me was a far inferior product to Horlicks. It contained skim milk, raw cocoa, and a lot of ordinary sugar, all mechanically mixed up together. A far cry from the special processing of rich, full, cream milk 
and choice malted barley extract that I know Horlicks contains. We wish everyone would take the trouble to find out what they're buying. For sheer flavor, quality, and results, Horlicks stands supreme. Be sure to insist on Horlicks, the original, whenever you buy malted milk. This is Carlton Bricker, speaking for Lum and Abner and Horlicks, who now bid you all goodbye until tomorrow at the same time. <laughs> <laughs>